Welcome to Mike and Josh T's Sasquatch. This is a sports podcast where two childhood friends try to teach me Sasquatch a little something about anything here. Uh, to my right, I've got the magnificent Mike Cox. Hola. And to my left, we got nobody. Uh, guys, we had a bit of a technical snafu yesterday, and Josh expedi- uh, exhausted his only free time this week to come. <laughs> and by we, he means himself. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh Sasquatch got outsmarted by the laptop, as usual. Who didn't see that coming? Right. But, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow is the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think we're allowed to say that now. There's certain rules stipulating what they let you get away with when you using the term Super Bowl. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh-oh. Like, if you're talking commercials and stuff, like ESPN, it's all kinds of messed up. Yeah, they can't hold us Cause to anything because we don't... In one quote, it'll be the big game. Uh-huh. And then the next quote will be Super Bowl 53. Mm. It's really weird. Well, you know. We... And if I gave a shit about what the rules were, I would know them. Well, the thing is, is that we don't get paid for this. So, they really... I mean, what are they going to do? Come take the laptop? I need a new one anyways. I'm going to say we need a new one anyways. Go for it. (laughs) All right. Ladies and gentlemen, as everybody knows, tomorrow we have got New England Patriots going up against L.A. Rams. Woot, woot. Do you you hear the tone of excitement in my voice? How can you not be excited? (sighs) I know I called the Patriots in the Super Bowl this year. I did. Preseason. So did I. Preseason, baby. I just, I don't want them to tie Pittsburgh. I didn't want them to tie us. I'd rather be New England than Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's fair. I would rather be New England than Pittsburgh too. But I don't, I don't want them to have another ring. Okay, but you got to look at it from this standpoint. Bradshaw four rings. Big Ben two rings. Um, if Brady wins today, that'll give Brady six himself. He's two Hall of Fame quarterbacks rolled into one. Well, a couple more than just that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What's, well, what's the skinny of it, buddy? What are we looking hey, forward to tomorrow? The Patriots suck. They're not supposed to be here. No. They're done. The run's over with. But yet, here they we are. are. Yet again. <laughs> this game, it's Patriots, and it's Super Bowl. You give Belichick an extra week to prepare. What's he going to do? Everybody knows his plan. He's going to take away your number one weapon. Yeah. Well, they haven't used their number one weapon in six weeks. Nah. <laughs> Todd Gurley hasn't played. No, no. It's just, it's been a... That's their number one weapon. Yeah, yeah. They've been utilizing C.J. Anderson like freaking crazy. So it creates a dilemma. Is Gurley going to play? Or is Gurley not going to play? Mm-hmm. We know he's going to suit up and be on the sidelines. He might. Oh, yeah. It might be the, the Saints game all over again. Well, he touches the ball a few times and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. And so if you're planning to take him away, but he's already gone, then. you better have backup plan. Then what are you taking away? Yeah. Not not a whole lot. I mean, <laughs> 
like I said, we, we, we saw Anderson step in a few times, and don't get me wrong, coming off the couch. <laughs> He's stepped in and played well, but McVay is a really good offensive coach. Yeah. Belichick is a great defensive coach. Oh, yeah. He was, he was Bill Parcells' defensive coordinator until he got started as a head coach. And so this game just boils down to can you stop Brady? Well, in order to stop him, you have to get to him. Yeah. And everybody's all excited because Dante Fowler is a speed pass rusher from the outside. He can get to Brady. Well, Patriots left tackles on injured reserve, been there all year long. Yeah. But Brady doesn't hold the ball. <laughs> he gets rid of it. Yeah. But he- the Rams' strength is up the middle, which is the Patriots' strength of their offensive line, up the middle. So there's a lot of good matchups to look at in this game. And the way it boils down is either team can win. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I've uh, I mean, I've been quoted on this all week. I've got it 28-21. Yeah, I don't think we're breaking three. Yeah, no, definitely not. I, I, I see it a close game. I'm, I'm giving it to the Patriots because, well. I'm taking Patriots in a close game, probably a three-point game. Yeah, that would say be. probably 27-24, 24-21, yeah. somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely a close game. Um, but, yeah, no, I've been quoted all week saying 28-21 just because. And, honestly, even though I've, I've got the Patriots winning the game just because, again, preseason pick, I'm sticking with my guns on that one, I could honestly see it either way. Or it could be the opposite. We could go full circle. Brady and Belichick's first Super Bowl together, they beat the Rams. Oh, okay. Could we go full circle? They lose to the Rams, and it's done and over with. Well, Belichick yeah. retires, walks away. Brady hands. There, there's over. a lot of little cool scenarios oh, going on here. Definitely. I mean, the hypotheticals are ridiculous, and it's. I mean, every year, every year. Well, it's Brady's last year. We're not going to see Brady anymore. It, uh, I mean, he's not getting beat up. No. The game's changed. Um, why wouldn't Why wouldn't he? It's not like he's played bad. No. Oh no. 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 Nobody talked about it. He doesn't care about the money. He just wants to play. So. Yeah. I honestly, I don't know. We We will find out tomorrow and on. <laughs> And I gave you guys the uh, the inside numbers that I've been clamoring about all year long. Well, not all year long, since week 10. About Cooper Cup effect. Yes, yes. Jared Goff with Cooper Cup, 69.6% completion percentage, 2,600 yards, 9.7 yards per tenth, 17 touchdowns, 6 picks for a 111.9 passer rating. In the games without Cooper Cup... 60.1% completion percentage, 2,500 yards, 7.1 yards per attempt, 16 touchdowns, 7 picks for an 88.6. <laughs> so, Bilicek doesn't even have to take away one of the main weapons. No. He's already gone. Yeah. Which is which is hilarious. He, he's already gone. <laughs> such, such a difference, though. Such a difference. And Gurley's gone downhill and got injured. Ever since Cooper Cup's gone. Yeah. 
Because I mean, before week ten, they were having they high. were they were scoring. They oh were, yeah, they were step by step with Kansas City and the Saints. Oh yeah, they're scoring high, high, high. And then about week ten, when we lost, when they lost Cup, they've been closer games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the gravy train ended. Oh yeah, I don't think they've broken thirty for the last four, five games. I don't think they have either, right offhand. Yeah. Hell, they went into overtime with New Orleans and still only scored 26. Yep. Or 27, whichever it was. Yeah, they, I mean, it was. It, they still that was even an overtime with an extra drive. Yeah. Still didn't break 30. That, that was my bad. <laughs> I needed to relax. <laughs> Damn squatch dog. Well, it, it's a rarity for her to get to be out part of this because her and Josh have a. <clears throat> A love affair going on. I know Bree does. have got something. Something. And every time he comes over, she's always up his ass. So I got to keep her locked up. But this is the first time she's actually been able to lay out and just chill. It's kind of yeah. nice. It's nice. I don't I don't have to worry about the, the siren coming out of the other room. That ain't no joke. All right. So do uh, you got anything else you want to break down for tomorrow or... No, we can. We can keep going. Oh yeah, let's. We can keep going. Let's do it. I mean, yeah, I can. I can provide some facts to back up my my Patriots pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Let's break it down. Drop some knowledge on All this. All right. Side. How many times has Tom Brady been sacked in the playoffs? In the playoffs? Well, that, yeah. That, that's right. He has it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's your pass rush. Yeah. The all-time leader in Super Bowl touchdowns is James White. He's played in two Super Bowls. Okay. Two, two, two Super Bowls, and he's Brady's played in eight. <laughs> and and the the James White is non quarterback touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He leads everybody, <laughs> and he's played in two of them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, it is. He's averaging over 10, 10 catches a game in the playoffs. Man, the Rams linebackers suck. They're not good. Well, no, we've... They're not good. We've talked about that several times. James White is going to abuse it. Oh, yeah. He's going to abuse it. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, so uh, is that all you got for the Patriots? I think that's just... all I need. Well, I mean... I need that's... Brady, Edelman. I need Gronk on third down. And James White the rest of the time. With Sony Michelle. Everybody yeah. says Brady doesn't have anybody. Well, hey, he's, he's got, got, got some boys of, there. Yeah, he's, he's got a handful. He's got some boys. <laughs> He's got some players. Oh, yeah. And he uses them. Okay. Um, so, if to have, to have, for the Rams to have the breakout, what what is it going to take for them to? They have to give Jared Goff time in the pocket uh-huh. to go downfield to Brandon Cooks. Have to. So, Cooks is the key maker there. It, yeah, he has to be able to push the field. And if not Brandon Cooks, that's fine. If you take him away, then their little-known tight end, Gerald Everett. Okay. He needs to step up and fill in that void, take take over that gap. Yeah. Because Patriots linebackers aren't real good, especially in coverage downfield. Yeah. And Everett is a big, athletic, fast tight end. Okay. So, what... Um... That'll be on the offensive side. What if? Uh, what, what about the defense? What do, we, what do we need to see? I mean, we've ragged on Rams defense pretty much all season. <laughs> well, but Tlaib's back. 
Yeah. And it's different defense when Tlaib's playing and healthy. Yeah. Than with him gone. Okay. They've given up less points per game since Tlaib's been back. And that's gonna that's got to be their strength. It's got to be the secondary. Lamarcus Joyner has to pull his head out of his ass, quit making mistakes, <laughs> quit giving up the big play. Yeah. And that's what makes a guy like Gerald Everett so valuable. You can't put Joyner on him. Yeah, he's fast enough to keep up with him, but he's a little guy. Yeah. And Everett is big. So Joyner can't cover him. Okay. Or not Joyner, but uh, the Patriots. Uh, Chunk, he, he cannot keep up with him. Okay. Chunk can't keep up with him. And so Gronk's not going to burn down the middle of the field. No. He's got to be a tight press man matchup. So even though the Rams linebackers are, are bad, they're not good, they're good enough to run with Gronk. So they have to try to keep him from coming down with the damn ball. Yeah. And it's, it's got to be Indomitian Sue picking up the slack like he has throughout these playoffs. Don't let Donald be a one-man guy. Drew. No, no. He, he's got to have help. Yeah, because if he's out there trying to do everything by himself, he's just going to get burnt out as he already is. Yeah. So as long as as long as Sue keeps up the pace that he's set in these playoffs, and a, one, just anybody of their linebacker can at least pretend to get in Gronkowski's way. Then all you really have to worry about is, is stopping the run game. No. That's it. Because Goff's not going to sit back there and be Peyton Manning. He's not going to sit back there and be Tom Brady. That's just not who he is. Yeah. And it, not knocking the kid. I mean, that. not many not many guys are like that. <laughs> no, they're, 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 uh, they're the greats for the reason. But for the Rams, they do have one distinct advantage coming into this game. And I don't even think it's on the defensive side. I think it's on the offensive, offensive side. Yeah. For back-to-back years, they're the only team in football that has started the same five guys on the offensive line. Really? Yep. They're the only team. Wow. They started the same five last year, and now they've started Start the same five this year. Okay. So you've got it. They have consistency on the offensive line. So you've They got don't have the best crew. offensive line. But they at least know who's there. Yeah. They know each other. They work, they work good enough together. Yeah. And in all honesty, if you have better cooperation between your guys, you know, you can lack a little talent here and there in your yeah. position. As long, as long as the gears are meshing, that's all that matters. And they've proven with one hell of a season. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean, <laughs> not to take anything away from them. I mean, I, I still hope they lose. But... <laughs> No, I, I'm I'm so sick of this. And the Chiefs has finally toned it down and quit crying about the missed calls. The freaking Saints haven't. No, no. I, Sean I, Payton and Drew Brees. I just want to I want to send them both a pacifier. <laughs> Here you go. Suck on this for a while. Maybe they'll yeah. shut you up. Quit your crying. Yeah, I mean, and and that's what. Well, they're me bitching too. about the blown call to cover their shitty plays. Well, yeah. Of course, they lost. They want their, they want whatever. Well, no, everybody's bitching about the third down pass interference. Yes, it absolutely was. Yes, but that was leaving a minute forty-five on the game clock. That game wouldn't over. No, no, they still could. But, but why were they throwing on third and long? 
Well, because Sean Payton called a wide receiver screen on first down instead of running the frickin' football. Mm-hmm. And Drew B. Breeze pulled out the old Matt Stafford dirt ball. Yep. So that was incomplete to stop the clock. Yep. Then on third, then they threw another incomplete pass on second down, and then of course the infamous third down play. Oh yeah. Still wasn't the game. No. That game went into overtime. Breeze threw a pick. Yep. Period. And they and I mean and neither I haven't heard either one of them step up and say, well, I made a bad play call on that first down, or I threw a pick. Well, no, I mean those are the two plays that ultimately cost them the game, but they don't want to admit that. Well, no, and we've talked about losing opponents, whether it be in MMA or football or even basketball, that no matter what happens. They're always going to try to find a certain flaw, not their own. They're going to find a flaw in either the judges, the officiating staff, or whatever to exploit and just bring on that. They're not going to say, oh, hey, I fucked up. No, it's going to be. Actually, a lot of times, especially in football, the coaches will to avoid that controversy because they understand. Calls go wrong all game long. Oh, yeah. There's missed calls on every play. They know it. Well, and to single out the officiating crew for one play, it's ridiculous. Well, it is because you, they're gonna they're gonna officiate a game for you again, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember the you last year? You might want to remember that. <laughs> you guys remember last year when you went shut up? Guess what? Penalty. <laughs> hey, he had his hands in the space. That's yeah. a penalty, dude. Yeah. Deal with it. Hold and review that. Hold Everybody's on. on this reviewing penalties now. Like, no, it, oh, it's a, God, it's it can't happen. It's already a four-hour game. We don't need it Exactly. And the, well, but you only get two challenges just like normal. Well, but if you use those two challenges and you get them both right, then you get another challenge. So as long as you keep challenging them yeah, and you keep getting you them right, might, yeah. you're not going to run out of challenges. Which is ridiculous. Yes, you can't do that. There needs to be a stipulation on that, like what we already have. We don't need to. Well, it's like, no, well, no, what they need to do is what college football does. Yeah. Yeah, college football, every play is reviewed. Yeah. Every play is reviewed. If there's an inconsistency in the play, they buzz down to the officials, say, hey, stop, give us give us more time, we're re-looking at this play. Okay. It's not the coaches have to challenge it. Yeah. Just, it's automatically reviewed. Which would be That's nice. why the reviews don't take hardly any time in college. Oh, yeah. Because they're already doing it. But, yeah, no. I mean, if we, if we were to change anything with the officiating, I agree with you. We should just review every play and fucking call it good and not have to worry about that. But, and we've, we've talked about officiating before because we've only got, what, five five dudes on the field at all times. Well, that's actually on the field. There's, yeah. And there's side judges and line judges. There's, there, there are eight-man crews. Okay. So, we got eight dudes. And you have, well, but you got five old dudes. <laughs> five old dudes, part-time lawyers, part-time yeah. businessmen that just don't care. They're getting paid. Well, no, way. they care and they try. They're not out there trying to intentionally go Ooh. for one team. No. Or miss a call. Yeah, but the thing is, is they're These not going to catch These are three hundred pound freaks <laughs> running four seven forty. These guys aren't going to keep up. I mean, the guys. offensive linemen run, can run faster than the fucking officials. Oh yeah. Uh, no Don't problem want there. That. <laughs> Don't. Gee, want you that. think they're going to miss some shit? <laughs> and then we blame them for favorit- favoritism. No, they're old. Yeah, they can't keep up. 
But the NFL won't come out and say, no, it's not a, it's not favoritism. It's just a bunch of old dudes out there. No, they're not going to admit that. They're not going to admit that. No way. The NFL never does anything wrong. <laughs> no. And I, I still think, and, and we've talked about it, why not? The guys that can't make it in pro football? Oh, dude, sign them. Hey. Get them on we, there. We already know they're athletic. Oh, yeah. We know they're fast. We know they're strong. Yeah. They're not going to take any player's crap. No. Nope. No, they're not. They know what's the penalty and what's not. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I want I want the most penalized dudes in college to come and ref in the NFL. That's what I want. I'm like, <laughs> the, the, the fix is so simple. It is. It really is. Get 10 of these dudes. Yep. Give them a job. Oh, yeah. Which is all they want. Yeah, they just want to work. They just want to work. Whether they're on the field I mean, they prefer to play football since that's what they've done their whole life. But? But if you can't make a roster, hey, hey, we've got these other job openings now. Oh, yeah. Which would be perfect because, you know, in all honesty, if I was to play football in high school and continue on into college and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't make the cut for it, if I was still part of the NFL one way or another, that'd still be pretty pretty cool yeah that would still be you know a little notch in my belt hell yeah yeah i'd take it in a heartbeat well well, yeah (laughs) in a heartbeat (coughs) i mean you're the nfl you're a nine billion dollar a year organization yeah nobody you can't afford (laughs) a hundred grand a year for for a few referees no 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 no, come on you're fine we we need that advertising money we can't get that (laughs) and the games would be better better officiated oh yeah and then we wouldn't have all this grief and backlash coming on to the officiating well, staff. Not, you, I don't think to the extent. And what, ev- everybody wants to get into the, yeah, but if they played in the NFL and they're retired now, they might be a favorite bias. to that team. Okay. Or that team bias. That's fine. Don't let them ref those games. Well, no, that's it's completely wrong. No. Look at look at the way professional sports are now. Yeah. Well, now. There are so many free, free agency, agents out there. Yeah, free agency. I mean, nobody, almost nobody has no, one team forever. No, everybody has loyalty to one thing and one thing only, and that's the paycheck. Yeah. Whoever's going to pay them. Whoever's paying me, that's the one fight. Yeah. For. I mean, it's a rarity to see these guys stay on a team for longer than four years. Well, Brady wouldn't be here if he wouldn't be quarterbacking for $14.5 million a year. Which is still ridiculous. Ryan Tannehill's going to get cut after June 1. Makes more than Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. He's 42 and 46 in his career as a starter. Yeah. He makes more money every year than Tom Brady. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Andy Dalton doesn't have a playoff win. Makes more money than Tom Brady. Ew. Ew. Just just gross. It's ridiculous. Wow. Andy Dalton, come on. Yeah. You know, Red (laughs) Rifle. Oh, man. Joe Flacco makes more money than Tom Brady. All right, I know we'd like to joke a lot on this show, but that's not funny. <laughs> no, he's getting cut for a guy that can't throw the ball accurately. No, no, and all he wants to do is just run. Now, don't get me wrong. He's really good at that. He's really good at that. He's going to get hurt pretty yeah, bad. To, yeah. He, he, I mean, he, They need to tone that down make a smart system. I mean, you can get away with it if you do what Russell Wilson does. Yeah, but there's not a get whole lot of... Get your ass out of bounds, get down, don't take that hit. Yeah, don't take that hit. But not everybody's as smart or as good. No, he's as a pretty smart, smart cat. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, though. 
You know, and it was kind of nice to see him coming in for Baltimore and covering for Flacco like he had. And, but hey, you're right. He won. He did. He won. I, I don't blame him. No. I don't blame him. Now, I did fully expect them to go to Joe Flacco in the second half. But the second they didn't, you knew that doesn't matter. We're, Game over. We, we're riding and dying with him. Yep. Game that over. That is our guy. Well, not only game, it was game over for Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Game over for Joe Flacco. Yep. I mean, because, well, it's like what we saw happen with Tyrod, which I, I mean, I've been on the I've been screaming at the top of my lungs for the last God knows how long now, 10 weeks. Why the hell didn't they just start Baker to begin with? They would have had a lot, they would have actually finished with the winning season if they would have. I, I think so. But going with. What, hey, this is our guy. We, I mean, yeah, we got faith in this kid, but this is our guy. It still blows my mind they didn't trade him. Right? I, I, that, that, I mean, we all called it week six. He was gone, but... Nope, there he is. We're He's still a brown. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. No, either. <laughs> so, anyways, we, we both got the Patriots. Josh has the Rams. Yep, Josh Josh did tell us yesterday, guys. Uh, I don't. I can't remember if he said last week if he had the Rams or not. But yeah, he did, but he, did. He, he, he reconfirmed. He reconfirmed that he, yep. he's still on the Rams. He's got the Rams. So, that's okay. We always hate. We always want diversity throughout these weeks, week by week, you know. Yes, we do. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I can lose this pick and still win for the year. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you kind of blew. We're gonna have we're gonna have to put something on this next next season. Oh boy, well we're you gonna have do. To, we're gonna have to come up with something. You do have the pink Romo shirt. Now. I do. Yeah. I do. And, and I if I buy three more, we can make one. I was going to say, you're going to need a couple more just to fit me. Yeah, it's going to be snug, <laughs> it, but yeah, I, we can make it happen. I honestly don't think I can get that thing over my chest. No, I know you couldn't. <laughs> but we'll have to come up with something. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if anybody out there listening, you guys got a suggestion or something like that, you want to see one of us do something stupid or whatever, let us know. Yeah, hit us yeah. up on Facebook. Give us give us your ideas. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. Anything. Let us know. We might uh we might take the top ten ideas and then put a poll out yeah, for the we top three. Yeah, hit it to three. a poll and let yeah. everybody vote on it. Oh yeah. Come on, guys. Get those. <coughs> Just like Mike and Mike used to do. Oh yeah. Well, like Levitar does every day. Oh God, those guys are. <laughs> well, their polls are funny, but Mike and Mike for the the bracket wager. Yeah. It would all be fan submissions. Ah, okay. And they'd pick one from the of the fan submissions, and that would be the bet for the bracket wager. Man, it, you know it sucks seeing a, a good show die like that. Yeah. You know? And I like Trey, but it's just not the same. It's no, it's, it's definitely just not, not the same. same. Gullick and Greeny was just their chemistry was really. That's good. why I like. Uh, Love's hard. Well, it's why I like. Lep, no, that's why I like uh, first things first with. Chris oh. Carter and Nick Wright yeah. on FS1. It's really good. Yeah. Really good. They have that chemistry that well, Green, and G- Green and Gullick did. See. It, but it's the same type of chemistry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's... Chris Carter's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Wright. I, I love the kid, and he's a Kansas City guy, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, no, he's not an athlete. Oh, okay. He's bigger than Greeny, but he's not. Uh, yeah, that is athletically inclined. <laughs> oh man, well, and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I know you guys yell at. Yeah, I know you yelled at me before, but I've always liked the the chemistry that Skip Bayless and Stephen A had. Now, granted, well, and Skip it and was Shannon, barely, 
Skip and Shannon now is not the same. Yeah, no? I don't, I don't, I, I can't stand it. Really? Yeah, it sucks. Mm. <coughs> but first take's not the same either now. No. And Will Kane's antagonistic and who will? Yeah, man, that guy he. He's bad boy of sports radio right there. Uh, everybody but thought Stephen A. But it's not the same as as um, Stephen A. and Skip. No, no. Well, and see, that was the thing though. That's why I like that show so much is because their chemistry was great, but it was a violent chemistry. Yes, it was. It was a very violent chemistry. But at the end of the day, they still shook hands and walked away. And the thing about those two was, is especially when Dallas ever came into mention. Those were always great. Well, yeah, that's where Skip started <laughs> in the sports business was writing for the Dallas Morning Star. And Stephen A. hates the Cowboys. Wait, and has he ever, like, full-on, like, in-depth explained why he hates the Cowboys He's so a Philly much? guy. Oh. Yeah, okay, I think that's mind. pretty uh, yeah, self-explanatory. That is very self-explanatory. Never mind. He's a Philly guy, so <laughs> yeah, he, he, he don't like the Cowboys. Man, look at this shit. ESPN and Fox Sports are getting all this free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't listen to them. Listen to us. All right, we know. Hook us up with about. a check, at least something. <laughs> we'll take it. Five ninety-nine. <laughs> I was really hoping Josh was going to be here because I've been searching for fifteen years. I'm a cook. Getting on to basketball real quick. I'm a Kobe guy. Yeah. I don't like LeBron. But I found myself for 15 straight years having to fucking defend LeBron James. Which is ridiculous. It, well, it pisses me off. It, I see it pisses you off. Every just, time just when, Every just time you talk off. about LeBron, I can see the hatred in your eyes. And it's like, well, but you're, you're standing up for the guy. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> it, well it's common sense. Yeah. Common sense. But now I finally... Have one thing that I can beat LeBron up on. Cause and I wanted Josh to be here because he's like, I got got an argument, and he didn't even know what I was gonna beat him up for. <laughs> he just knew that he had an argument for it. And I don't think he does. Yeah. No. LeBron James, everywhere he's gone, he hasn't he hasn't helped nurture young talent. He's booted it for a veteran. Every place. Every place. Okay. okay. When he left Cleveland, went to Miami. Yeah. He 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 wanted Bosch. Bosch wasn't a young rookie. No. Wasn't a young player. No. He was a perennial all star. It was D Wade, LeBron, and Bosch. And they signed a bunch of veterans. Yeah. They signed Ray Allen. He was almost 35. Ray Allen. Wow. Yeah. He is just, he destroys young talent. Destroys it. Whenever he went from Miami back to Cleveland, yeah. He made he forced Cleveland to trade Andrew Wiggins, who they just drafted number one overall, <laughs> to Minnesota. And I thought that was for Kevin Love. And I thought it was ridiculous. I thought he'd be much better with a young Andrew yeah. Wiggins. Yeah. And now we see all these young studs in L.A. that he's with. Yep. And he's got all these talks about all these other dudes that he wants there. And he wants to get rid of them all for a dude. Yeah. He does not. He does. He can't coach young talent. No. He's he's got to be the worst coach in NBA history. <laughs> I mean, the absolute worst. Well, but the thing is, is uh, 
Dan, we've we've talked about this too. I mean, if anybody's running the NBA right now, yeah, LeBron's running the NBA. Yeah, Make no mistake about it. <laughs> it's LeBron. And I mean, Anthony Davis's agent's the one that came out and said he wanted traded. Not Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis got fined, which is ridiculous. Well, I mean, but yet you got to dig deeper. Anthony Davis' agent is also LeBron's agent and works for the company that LeBron actually owns. <laughs> you finding LeBron 50 grand? No, no. No, you're no, not. No, no, no. That's, that's our star. No, but We're we'll not. find Anthony 50 grand oh, for not yeah. saying anything. Yeah, yeah. No. He didn't say it. <laughs> Makes sense. But he ate the $50,000 fine. Makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's that corporate mentality, man. That's what it is. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find the dude that did nothing. Yeah. Okay, that works. Whatever. <laughs> I, I understand, I guess. I'm gonna have, whether I do or not, I'm gonna have to agree with it. Or LeBron's gonna find a way to find me fifty thousand dollars. Probably. And I can't deal that. Yeah, I, I can't do that either. <laughs> can't do that either. Oh man. So um, now. During our snafu yesterday, you you guys had a lot of basketball talk. We did. We had a lot of shit going on. Yeah, would have been nice to get recorded. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, you know, I, I can only get the equipment that I can get. <laughs> but I was gonna see uh, see if you could touch base on what you can remember from that conversation yesterday. Well, there's gonna be a lot of moving parts in the next couple of days for the trade deadline. We can go back to the 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 mega trade that just went down, and I don't know why it's a mega trade. Nothing actually happened. No. No. Kristaps Porzingis mm-hmm. got traded from New York to Dallas. Okay. For a bunch of players. Period. That's it. That's all he was worth. Was just a bunch of players. <laughs> and I, I think they got they got a first round draft pick out of it too. Really? I believe so. Yeah. So to me, it wasn't a mega trade. It was just a bunch of dudes moving places. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Anthony Davis. I mean, and Josh was all over, all about, you know, Dallas selling the farm for Kristaps Porzingis. You're going to have to sign him next year for $30 million a year. Yeah, you want to clear up that cap space. <laughs> well, but he's played, the, his, as his career goes, he's played in 72 games, 66 games, 48 games, and now this year, zero games. Then you're going to have to guarantee him $30 million a year. Ew. He's seven foot three. He hasn't played a season without being injured. That's a, that's a massive gamble. I think it is. It's I mean, I understand gamble. why they did it, because they didn't actually end up giving up that much. Yeah. You know, they gave up Dennis Smith Jr., who they had to beg to come back just to trade him. Because <laughs> he had walked away from the team. And a few other guys. Now, New York, they're set up perfectly now. Yeah. They have no bad contracts going into free agency this year. Well, that's good. None. Even though Kyrie came out at the beginning of the season and said, told all the Boston fans, don't worry about it, I'll be here. Yeah. Yeah, they asked him yesterday. He's like, talk to me in June. Uh, I don't want to see Kyrie go. He's gone. I think the chips are going to fall like this, and a lot of the experts actually agree. <coughs> We're all on the same page. KD is going to New York. He's a free agent. 
everybody was speculating LA with Braun. I no, I think KD wants to go win one on his own. Okay. Since for the past two years, he's taken it in the nuts every day because he didn't win nothing. He just joined a championship team already. Yeah. Well, New York hasn't won anything in over three decades. Ugh. So if he can bring them a championship, he'll gloss all of that shit over. Yeah. So if KD goes to New York, because the, the guy that actually drafted him in Seattle... Yeah. Is in the New York front office now. Oh, okay. So they do have ties there. And New York's the big market that he likes. Yeah. Most people don't realize Kyrie Irving's from New York. Yeah. But I don't want him to leave Boston. Why? Because I'm an in-closet Boston fan. <laughs> well, we already know that he's already had problems with these young kids. Yes. He called LeBron's like, dude, I'm sorry. I get it now. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. I now know what I did. Yep. And now I've got five of me. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. What the hell do I do with this? <laughs> it happens. So I think next season we'll see KD and Kyrie in New York. Anthony Davis is going to the Lakers. All yeah. these other trade offers, are they're all smoke and mirrors. All of these assets that everybody says Boston has, no, they got Jason Tate, period. That's yeah. what they got. Yeah. <coughs> Everything else are first-round draft picks, high first-round draft picks. Yeah, but for the next two years, they're all lottery guaranteed. So they're not going to have them these next two years. No. The, these draft picks are three years away. Ugh. They won't get them. Oh, man. So they actually don't have the assets to trade for Anthony Davis. Mm. So Davis is going to L.A. one way or the other. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially since yesterday, Davis actually came out and finally said, probably going to get fined again. L.A. is the only place I'm playing. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So now everybody knows, well, if I trade away all this crap, it's just for a year. Yeah, because all he wants to do is just go to L.A. So if he goes to L.A. with LeBron, which we all agree that the writing's on the wall, it's just going to happen. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. And I'm the Pelicans. I'm not in the playoff race. I do it now. I get Ingram. If I can get Ingram and Ball. Oh, yeah. Maybe a Josh Hart. And a future first round pick. I just I do it. Yeah, no, there's no point in just holding out on it. No, Might as well just do it. Bring it bring the young kids in that you like. Yep. And I left out Kyle Kuzma because if I was if I was LA, I would not let him go. Yeah. And keep him. Yeah. Keep him. And New Orleans actually covets Lon- Lonzo Ball. They don't want to. They they agree with me. They think it's stupid what Luke Walton and Magic Johnson are doing with him. Yeah. Kid's not a natural shooter. Why are you trying to make force him to be a natural shooter? He's a natural point guard. Mm-hmm. He can run an offense and distribute the ball, and he can rebound, and he plays a lot better defense than what everybody thought he was going to be able to play coming yeah. out of college. Nobody expected him to be this good because he wasn't that good in in college. Yeah. He's just a much better defensive defensive player in the NBA now. It was just a weird little bonus. 
And so you know you want Lonzo. Yeah. And if you can get Brandon Ingram, who's like I think he can now legally go buy a drink in LA. <laughs> That's how young this kid is. Oh man. So yeah, and that the one knock on him is he hasn't continued the growth. He's been inconsistent. Yeah. But he is a young kid. It's just hard to for people to wrap their brain around that. They think coming out of college, you got to be no. No. He's not. No. Yeah, it's... No, he's not. He's still a young kid. Well, and that's the thing, though, is that the NBA has got... I mean, they've only got the, what, one-year stipulation? Yeah. So that... You're going to have... <laughs> well, that's getting ready to go bye-bye. Oh, are they going to change it? They'll have to change it back. Yeah. Where you can make jump straight from high school to the NBA. Oh, boy. The NBA actually did the one-and-done to keep the owners in check. Okay. Because the owners were going out drafting out these high school kids in, in the lottery, <laughs> guaranteeing them $50 million out of high school. That is... Ugh. And they were ruining their franchises. It was just creating some really bad basketball. They were, uh. they were actually legislating the stupidity out of their owners. Yeah. That's all it was. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean... <coughs> Well, now college basketball suffered because of it. Oh, yeah. You force these kids to go to college for a semester and a half. Yeah. They're, and everybody knows they're only there. Just to get into the NBA. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. And so it makes your product not be as good because you you don't have any ability to, to build a team. No. That's what's made Villanova so good the past few years is they've had four and five-year players on the roster. Oh, yeah. They haven't went out and gotten any of these one and dones. Well, and see, so they actually go into the tournament with a team. Yeah, and uh, back to that whole hey, you may not have one talented dude, but five partially talented dudes. That's great. They can work together. Yeah. Can beat that one good dude. But that's what that's what kills me though is that if we if we change it back to just killing straight out of high school, and then you got all these colleges going up against the NBA. To, to get these kids you already know who's going to the NBA yeah. you already know it it wasn't a big there wasn't a big question mark about Kwame Brown yeah. everybody knew he was going straight to the NBA yeah okay and Michael Jordan drafted him and it was a bust he <laughs> still to this day stinks I mean yeah don't get me wrong he can kick my ass in basketball yeah well. but he gets his ass kicked on an NBA court yeah I don't know I, I think that Having the college time, I I think it should be more. Kobe didn't go to college. No. LeBron didn't go to college. No, no, LeBron didn't. That's right. But these these are two dudes that are. Leaks. Hey, if an owner wants to reach and set his franchise back six years, good luck. Let him. Let, let him. Let him. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's their money, not mine. Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. If it was me personally, I'd rather find somebody that's been in college for four to five years with time under the belt to actually grow a little bit more and then go for them. But that's just not the way sports are anymore. No. We're, we, have, <coughs> we have come to an age to where it is so fast paced. All sports dropped on ceiling. Yeah. And well, it's the baseball model. They always have. Yeah. They always have. <clears throat> that's why they have a farm system. They draft kids straight out of high school. Okay. Give them 80, 100 grand. 
Yeah. Send them to their uh, their minor league A-ball team. Oh, okay. So Let them play a few games there. If they're good enough, then they'll send them up to double A. Yeah. And let them keep working against better talent. So they've still to got... To refine their skills. But they've still got that time to but have the growth. They do, but they're and they're still, still getting paid. Yeah, they're still getting paid. Yeah, because that minor league team actually is an affiliate of that major league team. Okay, I, I, get, I get you there. Yeah. And the major league teams actually own these minor league teams. Okay, so that... Well, that system right there, that that's a great system, but we're skipping that whole step of having... You're not forcing them to go to college where they're a amateur yeah athlete yeah oh, you're a student first which get the hell out of here yeah that drives me nuts too i mean when now, you, how can you tell some for somebody to be a student when they couldn't score high enough on the act or the sat to but, get into your damn university <laughs> but then the you're gonna only tell reason them why, they have to have a gpa yeah then the only reason why they can't there. even spell gpa <laughs> But the, and the only reason why that they're there is to make your basketball team look good for that semester and a half. So you can sign another $1.1 billion TV contract. Yep. That's it. See, and that that kills me too with the NCAA is that these guys, the, the only reason why like NCAA football is the fact that it's the NFL has that four year. No, they don't. Three no, years removed. Three years. Three years. And see, and so what it used to be was nobody would go into the draft until their junior year yeah but most of those kids were redshirt juniors they were actually four years removed yep and jeremy macklin out of mizzou 10 years back close to 10 now he didn't he came out as a redshirt sophomore screw you i'm three years removed from high school bye okay yeah no i mean that's that's what the rules state yep Screw and it. this year, and this and this this upcoming NFL draft, Dwayne Haskins, projected to be the first quarterback off the board, is a redshirt sophomore. No, oh, okay. We've got more and more redshirt sophomores. Well, and they're going finally the realizing I'm not I'm not supposed I don't have to be a redshirt junior. I just I need to be three years removed. That's it from high school. Yeah. Yep. And we've we've talked about some athletes exploiting the whole uh, Canadian Football League, you know, just leaving high school and going straight up there and being. I'm all for it. You're, yeah. Except, it, it does create one downfall because they run different systems up there. Oh. They have few player fewer players are on the field to begin with. Ooh. The field's smaller. Oh, okay. <coughs> and you're not running NFL type systems. Yeah. So it hinders your. Yes, knowledge. you're getting paid. You're getting paid. But you're getting playtime. You're but not it's getting not. trained in the techniques that you're going to be using in the NFL. Yeah. Well, and so we, I had mentioned this a few weeks ago, and you and I actually did a little research on it yesterday about the Alliance, American Alliance Football League. And we, I mean, as we it's were, basically going to be a minor league for basically. the NFL. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Back to dumbass colleges. Yeah. Well, like I was saying, we we, we were doing the research on the AAF, or the AAF uh, which is basically just going to be an NFL minor league. And the talks of the XFL coming back out next year. They'll be out next year. Yeah. They'll do the draft after the Super Bowl. They'll, so, well, they'll, they're going to finish out by naming all their, their coaches. Yeah. They picked all, those, all their cities. They're going to name the coaches. And they're going to start. They're going to do They're going to actually do a draft. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. and that's uh, and that was the thing too. Is that, that kind of irritated me because the and they're gonna hold tryouts, open tryouts, in all the cities they're in too. Which is cool because uh, and that was one of the things that Alliance was doing was they were doing open for local talent, which is awesome because you got these guys that you know could play a hell of a backyard game, but you, there could be hidden potential there. Yeah, which yeah. was cool, but that's why we need the minor league for them to excel in that. Because I'm sorry, I don't care how good you are in the backyard. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna walk up to Arrowhead and be like, "Hey, yo, Pat, let's do something." <laughs> Sometimes, so it, it oddly every enough, it does work. Every once in a while, it does happen. But the chances of that are so—they're very slim. But back to our NBA free agency. Yes. So we've got KD and Kyrie going going to New York. It's, that's just what's going to happen. Done I think the writing's on the wall. Yeah. Um. Then we go to Kawhi. I was just going to ask. And guys... Kawhi's been Kawhi again. He hasn't said squat. Nobody's heard anything out of Kawhi. No. Nothing. He's doing pretty good in Toronto, though, isn't he? It's Kawhi. He does good in yeah, wherever he goes. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fair. It's like saying the big yellow thing that comes up in the morning's the sun. No shit. Is it? I think so. Oh, man. I, I think just, we narrowed, narrowed it down. I thought that was the moon. Shit. Not talking about your boyfriend. <laughs> how do you, how'd you know he was yellow? Hey. That jaundice is you a serious You didn't say problem. yellow. You, I, uh, I just said big bright. You said big yellow thing <laughs> comes out in the morning. Damn. How'd you know he had jaundice, though? That's not cool. <laughs> well, I got to kick him out of bed sometime. <laughs> I'm going to have to start charging rent for that spot next to me. That's ridiculous. Yeah. At least make him shower. Yeah. Because after I'm done with him, I, I don't give him time. <laughs> no, just get the hell out of here. I mean, just, money's on the nightstand. Get out. Yeah. What do you mean money's on the nightstand? This is just a handful of change. Yeah. 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 Get out of here. <laughs> so, so Kawhi's been just... He's been quiet. He hasn't said anything. He hasn't let on whether he likes it in Toronto, who's going to stay, whether he's going to leave. Yeah. So nobody knows. He could still be on the Clipper bandwagon. Oh. He could be. No. Just but. nobody has a clue yet. So how long before How long before the deadline is? Well, we, we're just not. We're over halfway through the season, man. We still haven't even hit the playoffs. Oh, yeah. So we got a little time before yeah. he even. Yeah. Hey, even though I'm a closet uh, Boston fan, basketball is still a different beast to me, man. Well, it's really weird because the players have so much power in basketball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really weird because there's only like two dudes that can kind of pull off what LeBron does in the NFL, and that's if. That's if. Yeah. yeah. That's if. Depending on which organization you yeah. work for. If your owner actually likes you that much and will think about giving that power then yeah you're good but Rogers. like if you try that shit with the giants Ooh. or the steelers bye you pack your bags antonio yeah. lay on yeah wow what well, sit out it's, you're saving me money dude oh yeah oh yeah get out of here we don't need you freeze up cap space and then we have the free agent that everybody just assumes is going to re-sign with golden state clay thompson and he, he should re-sign with Golden State, but in order to get him to re-sign with 
sign, they're going to have to give him the max amount. He's not going to take a hometown discount. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> so with The him. Lakers have room for two max contracts. Yeah. Antonio Davis. Clay Thompson. Who? Talk about the, the three-point shooter LeBron always wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bam. Man, L.A. would literally just run everybody through the dirt. Yeah. Well, look at look at it. LeBron comes back after missing 16 games yeah. and drops a triple-double when we beat Golden State in overtime. Yep. On a, Le- on a bad LeBron game. <laughs> Even and he's doing LeBron that with Ingram, wins. Kuzma, and Ball. Yeah. Not Clay Thompson and Anthony Davis. Mm. You give LeBron, Clay, and Anthony, and it's over. Yeah, but the last thing I heard, I thought LeBron was one mellow. Mellow's <laughs> irrelevant. Irrelevant. I wouldn't want him. Well, but they have history, though, don't they? No. No. They hang out together. They're friends. That's, That's it. it. They have no. They have no, no. basketball history together. No game history. No. Yeah. No, nobody's willing to pay that much money for a guy to come off the bench, be half-ass scoring, and not play defense. Somebody was. (laughs) Well, when he originally went to Houston, it wasn't to come off the bench. Mm. They were going to demote him to the bench, and he said, I'm not a bench player. I'm not coming off the bench. That's stupid. Yeah, he eventually came off the bench, and so he just quit playing. That's stupid. I I see it like this. I don't care how talented I am or whatever. If it's a job and it's my job, I'm still going to do my job. Well, but it's basketball. It's all guaranteed money. Yeah. And that's that's fair. There's no point in just sitting for half the game and then coming out for just a couple, a couple minutes and then possibly getting hurt or whatever. That's your that's your job. That's your job, though. That's what I'm saying. Is I mean, I wouldn't sit there and refuse to play. I, I, you want me? Okay, you're paying me either way. Yeah. You tell me to sit on the bench. Well, yes, boss. I'll sit yeah, on. What the do bench. I sign up for that job? Right. You mean you're gonna pay me to sit here? <laughs> yeah. And clap. Cool. I think I have that type of technology. I am. I will be the best hype man that you will ever need. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I will earn every penny of that paycheck, sir. I'd, no, come here, Bron. You're still wet. No, well, you, yeah, but your balls need wiped off. Come here, I got you. Don't worry about it. Uh, this is a first for NBA history. No, it's not. It's just the first time on the court. <laughs> Literally, on in the middle of the court. Hold up. Don't don't want you to slip while you're trying to get a rebound. Calm down here. Yeah, because we know how big those balls are. I'm shocked he doesn't walk up to the to the uh, Staples Center every game with a wheelbarrow, which <laughs> <laughs> is two balls sitting in it. Yeah, Boo. I would. Uh, why not? <laughs> I would. What are they gonna do? Fine, Anthony Davis. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> in current news today for ESPN, uh, we got Anthony Davis getting fined for a hundred thousand dollars for LeBron carrying out two balls in a wheelbarrow. But why? Because <laughs> LeBron has big balls. <laughs> oh, man. 
And so, back to football. Yeah, we checked out the AAFL. I mean, it's okay, but I'm actually more ready for the XFL than I am the AAFL. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm definitely going to scope it out. I mean, I mean, I'll give it a look, so yeah. check it out. Yeah, I mean, because like, like we said, it's basically just scab players that couldn't get in the NFL. That, and we've got retired players on the coaching staff, which is cool. But we have those on all coaching staffs. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's for something small like this, though. For the NFL, it's well, kind of. I understand expected. what you're saying, but I'm. I guarantee you, right now. Yeah. Alabama has a better coaching staff from top to bottom than any, <laughs> any of those one teams. of these AAFL teams. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's coaching staff probably gets paid better. Probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like I said, I'm definitely gonna scope it out for sure this season and see what what they go, you know, and if it's a continuation, I mean that'd be great. And you're right. Uh, XFL, when it was when it first came out, I didn't get a chance to watch it. And you know, I, I it was really... extremely popular. Oh yeah. It came out with a bang. Oh yeah. But with the cities that they're taking this year and I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't really happy with their choice of cities, but now seeing the AAFL cities, I do understand it more now. Yeah, because well, these cities had to bid, yeah, and make proposals to get these teams. Oh yeah, well and see, and so AAFL is going to start this year, XFL not till next year. Yeah, so it gives city like San Diego. Uh huh. Well, they went with AAFL. Yep. Well, and see, that, that's the thing, too. Because when we were sitting there looking at the cities, I mean, there's there's only eight teams. It was San Diego, San Antonio, Salt Lake City, which that one I was a little shocked I liked on. it. I, I, wasn't, I, I, mean, I, I wasn't shocked. I just I liked it. I, and I, I do, too, because, I mean. Because I thought that's more of what the XFL was going to do. Yeah. Try to find those corners. Well, and specifically, instead of Houston and Dallas, you want San Antonio market. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and they didn't go get it. That that one disappointed me. Yeah, I can't believe they went with Houston on that though. They have a Houston and a Dallas team. And a Dallas team? Yes. Oh boy. And so when I was talking about it to Josh, he, and he brought something up that had me make me rethink it. That's how Vince built the WWF and what what is now known as WWE. WWE. He went to, into all these other promoters' regions and stole their damn region from them. Yeah, but I don't see him getting a whole lot out of Texas. It's going to be tough. Yeah, oh, yeah. Especially with Dallas. The Dallas with market Dallas, is, you're not getting that market. You know, you're not going to win no that market. Houston, maybe. And that's a huge maybe because there's still a lot of diehard Houston fans in there that I don't think would flip-flop. But don't get me wrong. The option of having more than just one team in your hometown, that's great, too. Well, in Houston, and most Americans don't realize... That's our fourth largest city. Yep. It's New York, L.A., Chicago, then Houston. Yep. It is a huge, huge city. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's but a people don't think of it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, and that, was, that was one of the things that I liked. Because, like, and we rarely, I mean, I think we've maybe touched base once or twice about it with the LFL, the Legends Football League. Yeah. And they're starting to get a little more steam. I mean, they're still about four years, five years out before any of those girls are household names. But 
they are getting a lot of momentum. Well, it's really tough for a women's league to break into mainstream. It is. It's really tough. It really is. Well, and the, and that's what killed me about it because when they first started, it wasn't the Legends Football League. It was the Lingerie Football and League. And that was a huge... And it was controversial. It was a joke. I mean... And it turned it into a joke. Yep. And, well, Nobody n- thought of it as a sport. No, no. But they ran with the joke for a little bit. And then these girls were starting to put in a lot of effort. These a girls lot can of time. play. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Atlanta STEM quarterback from like three years ago. Her dad is one of the head coaches. I don't know. I can't remember. I want to say. There's a lot of former NFL players that have either nieces uh-huh. or daughters in the LFL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And these girls can hit, too. I mean, They're just fucking mean. Oh, hell yeah. They would, they would get kicked out of an NFL game. <laughs> yeah, they would. Like, Lady, you can't do that. You're gone. <laughs> yeah, they would. Well, and it's just, I mean, they the, again, the Atlanta Stems quarterback, her dad, had, because he was asked in an interview, hey, how do you feel about your daughter doing this? I remember who you're talking about now. And yeah. he's like, are you kidding me? She plays harder than my quarterback does. Yeah. She trains harder and practices harder. She is better. I'm going to tell her not to. She'll kick my ass. <laughs> and I... <coughs> yeah. You want some more punk? That's what you get. Yeah, no, I know. I'm sorry. But, uh, no, I, I honestly think that giving giving just a little more time because within the last five six years that they've been running they they've got a lot of headway and to where it's it's not the joke that it was originally which is great but they've always been really good about giving even the the minuscule amount of fans they had extra inside access Mm -hmm. that you don't get oh yeah you get to see those coaches in the locker room yeah and it's not bleeped and edited no 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 it is full on it's full on this is how this game goes down yep and with all the training sessions and don't get me wrong it's more like an instagram instagram model shoot for a lot of the training sessions well, I mean, why not? Uh, hey, I don't blame him one bit. If you, if you got the if assets, you can use fly. that to get out there. Oh yeah, use and it and make you money by all means. Do, do it. it. Unfortunately, this is America and sex sells, and that's. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but America's not the one that created that market. Mm. Mm. No, we're not. We just we can exploit it, it a like lot a better than everybody else. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I said, they've they've still got some years before they're they're going to be even a household thing, but. Seeing that, and like I said, this the Lions thing again, we've had arena football come out before and it had a decent run and it was very popular when it first came out and it just died off. And with the NFL being the cockold on the fucking football market, yeah, NFL still owns American Alliance, yeah, but. It's still something to fill the gap between football, the NFL football seasons, which is nice for those diehard football fans. And if, I mean, you got people, yeah. So after football, we got basketball for a little bit. And then. But nobody cares until LeBron's playing in the finals. Yep. And that's it. Which is ridiculous because the NBA even exploits on that. Well, don't wait, wait until the finals get here. Wait until the playoffs. And it's like, what? 
Well, no, the NBA is a little different. They don't wait all the way to the finals. They wait till Christmas Day. Christmas, yeah. The Christmas Day is all the big marquee matchups that start going down. Yeah. Because you're getting ready to make the playoff push. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fair. Baseball is the one that says nothing matters. Well, it's October. Now it matters. Yeah, which is so fucking stupid. And I swear, I know it will never completely and 100% die out as an American staple. But I'll tell you what, people, it's it's getting there. It's not gonna die out, but I mean, it it's come it, to the no, point. It won't die out. It's come to the point to where it's just dragging. Players are gonna keep keep playing. Yeah, and they should. Well, and it, fans it, are gonna keep going to the games. It's all guaranteed money. Yeah, I mean, you you. That's the thing, though, is like back in the 80s back in the 70s it was a massive thing for a dad to take his kid to a baseball game and just be well yeah but now a dad has to break out the platinum card yeah to go to the fucking baseball game which is ridiculous and there's 162 of them every year 81 home games why <laughs> and that's another thing too I mean yeah you can't change the game to where it's a shorter game but man your season is way too long way too long but it didn't used to be. No, because they won. And it's the same amount of games now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the amount of games is the same. But Ugh. now the season's too long. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> it kind of is. Well, I mean, and, that we, and we've talked about the game being too, ridiculously long, too, because of TV broadcasting. And I used to get home from school and watch Del Murphy and the Braves play every day. Yeah. It's two and a half hour process is all it was. Yeah, but now it's a, almost a six hour long thing to watch it on TV. And I have TBS, always have had TBS. Yeah. That was my Braves team. Yeah. And I, I can't suck a cock to get get to watch the Braves on TBS. Which is ridiculous. Since it's, well, the Atlanta fucking station. Yep. <laughs> but I can't watch the Atlanta game. Yeah. <laughs> How much sense does that make? It doesn't. It doesn't. They've changed their regions. I, I don't think well, that well, they understand actually, that these these national TV contracts yet yeah, pump more revenue. If you in, air in those regions that you're well, in. Well, no. It pumped more overall re- revenue in to baseball. But that's one of the re- things that have actually decreased your fans. Oh yeah. Because I'm a I'm a Braves fan. I can't turn on TBS to watch my to watch Braves the fucking game. Braves game. Yeah. So I don't watch baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't get to see my team. What's the point? Yeah, no, I, I get you. I definitely do. And, and that's the, that's the worst thing about uh That's the worst thing about baseball too is that football fans can watch any football game. Yeah, you're going to root for your team. There's at least a way in the NFL to watch your team. Oh yeah. There's always a, there's always a way. And but what I'm saying is is that fo- football fans and baseball fans vary or differ and a huge reason because like baseball fans <laughs> you're watching your team and your team only and it's like there's how many other teams that you can watch? Two? I mean, if you really like the game that much, not just your team. And that's the, that's the thing about the baseball fandom is it, it's such – it's so – your fandom is so ingrained because, I mean well, – it, it is. You're, you're, you're born into your fandom. Exactly. And that, Most generally. Not always. Well, no, no. There's, but just the overwhelming majority of oh, it. You're yeah. born into it. Well, it's like our family. I mean, 
when when football season came, when we first started paying attention to football, Dad made it a stipulation. Hey, I'm a Raiders fan. You cannot be a Raiders fan. So my sister went to Dallas. That's stupid. My, well, the thing was... So you don't want fans for your team. <laughs> All the, right, I get the, that. The, the thing was, was just to have your, your own way. And that was the thing. Fuck that. It's my way. <laughs> as my kid. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that you have His your own way. His name's Dallas. <laughs> I don't think that was a fucking accident. I could have sworn it was. <laughs> but I'm just saying, is that there... There, there are some not. You're right. The majority hole. Yeah. It's your completely kid, ingrained. Your kid. This you're is my castle. This yeah. is a fucking dictatorship. You don't get a vote, dude. It's like right now. I've got because of the whole co-parenting thing with Mini Squatch. I caught him wearing a Baltimore hat the other day. Baltimore. Yeah, I was not happy. For what? Yeah. Uh, uh, the dude. He's a Baltimore fan. Huh. Mom is a. Uh, because of grandma, she yeah, is she a Seattle, a Seattle fan. fan. Yeah, yeah. Because of grandma, she's a Seattle fan, and then the dude is a Baltimore fan. Wow. So I caught him, and you know, I don't, I don't throw a fit one bit when he comes over wearing a Seattle jersey that grandma got him. One bit, you know, it's like uh, okay. I would That's take cool. that shit off. <laughs> now when when Gay you comes around, that's kindling. That's kindling. Thank you. They stop wearing gay you stuff though. Yeah, you know, they stop sending them over in that. What happened to the shirt? I told you. Ran out of diapers. <laughs> I told you. I need to start the fireplace. He comes over in that stuff. That's kindling there. <laughs> but well, and the, you know that that boils down to the difference between NFL fandom and college fandom too. Colleges are the same way as in, uh, the ba- uh, baseball teams are. It is ingrained like crazy. Well, the majority of NFL is too. The majority of any professional sport. Yeah. Or any major sport. It, it's you're born into it. And we and we have in you know the past half century. Yeah. Became a more mobile society. Oh yeah. We move around a lot more now than we ever did. <laughs> oh yeah. Not sitting and listening to the radio, waiting for somebody to play the play-by-play. But on there. still, like I know tons of people that have left Pittsburgh as Chiefs fans and moved all over the country. I mean, down to Florida, and they don't give two shits. They still wear the Chiefs gear. They're still Chiefs fans. That's what they were born into. No, you're right because, and we talk about K State all the time. K-State is the only college team that has season pass holders in all 50 states. All the only one. It's not Texas. It's not Alabama. It's not USC. It's K-State. Not, not, not Rape U, not Michigan, not Ohio, <laughs> Ohio State. I love how you went from Penn State to Rape U. I like you that. like that? Yeah. No. Not bad. <laughs> but I am a college football fan, and anytime you're a college football fan and you can throw some trash. Oh, you're going to. You're going to. And yeah, is it wrong? Absolutely, it's wrong. But it's it not, happens. It's not nice to make fun of children's misfortune. No, no, it's not nice. But there was a time when uh, we were waiting for mini squatch, and mom thought she sent me a, a link to an Amazon store that had Penn State booties. And I yeah, asked her, I was like, hey, no. that's not right. No, that's not right. She's like, that's, 
Isn't that case? No, that is not case. Not case state, lady. That is Penn State, and he's not one of Jerry's kids, so no, not gonna happen. <laughs> and it's just, well, like I said, the college fandom is just ridiculous, because there has been times where I mistakenly wore my case state hoodie in Lawrence. I did that one time. Yeah, I did it one time too at a concert, and I thought I was gonna get shanked right then and there. No, we were driving the back way instead of taking the toll road. Oh yeah, yeah, just driving yeah. the back way. It's like and kept missing my turn, couldn't figure it out. Stopped at the gas station, not thinking. They got me to where I was going, an yeah. hour out yeah. of my way. Oh yeah, and we pulled into peak. I pulled in the house and I took my coat off. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Saw yeah. the big old purple <laughs> wildcat on it. I forgot I had my leather coat on. Yeah, no. like, yeah. I, I knew I was driving next to that road the whole damn time. <laughs> I thought that was it. Yeah, that was it, dumbass. You no, know, my uh, my very first concert that I ever went to when I was going to K-State, I was wearing my K-State hoodie, and we went to the Granada in Lawrence, and I didn't realize that I was wearing my K-State hoodie until about six dudes surrounded me, and they're like, hey, you going to be in the mosh pit? No. It's a mosh pit. I don't know. No, thank you. Yeah. You're going in the mosh pit. Huh? What? And every single one of them, KU, gay you paraphernalia all over the place. And I'm like, uh-oh. Wait a second. I looked down, realized, Shit. I'm a dead man. <laughs> Here to say, I did walk out of that with no scrapes or cruises because uh, they were smaller than me. <laughs> Much <laughs> But, man, no. Like, like, like we were saying with... Um, the, the fandom and everything. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And it's going to be ingrained no matter what. And the only thing that I, my fandom has ever, ever rotated on has yeah. always just been basketball. Yeah. It's just basketball. So you bounced from the, to the LA Lakers? Yes. Really? Yes. I was originally a Celtics fan. Really? But then I started watching basketball on TBS. Ah. I became a Dominique Wilkins fan. So I became a Hawks fan. And then the Lakers got Kobe. Yes. Yeah. I've been a Lakers fan ever since. Well, and see, the only reason why I'm an in the closet Bas- uh, Boston fan is because. You're gay? Yes. Okay. See, now you're not in the closet anymore. <laughs> it's, it's not hard. It's no. okay. The, the, you can step out of the closet. <laughs> it's okay now. This is a safe space. We might say you're gay. But it's okay with us. We don't mind here. No, 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 not here. But that's not the case. The case is the only reason why I became a Boston fan was when I was 10 years old. Grandpa and I sat down for a full season and watched the Boston Celtics. And You're from Kansas, so you're watching Paul Pierce. Sure. I don't even know. I was 10. I wasn't paying attention. And that was the thing, though, is that Grandpa and I watched it. And because of that bond ingrained in my DNA I've always I've always kept tabs on Boston every here and there didn't pay in depth it's not, I couldn't tell you what the roster was outside Kyrie well but. that's new though that Th- just happened yeah that's what I'm saying okay. <laughs> but that being said outside of that yeah no I like to oh hey we got a winning season cool and then just step away <laughs> Basketball is a different beast to me. I just, I don't know. Basketball and baseball are those two sports that I would much rather just go out and play than sit and watch. 
Yeah, now if I sit and watch baseball, there's probably going to be a nap involved. One or two. <laughs> but I'm old, so. <laughs> One or two. But basketball's actually got beat exciting. It's fast-paced. Well, it's it's. But I done. don't watch it now because I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and they played basketball the right way. Yeah. You had to know how to, I don't know, dribble. Well, and see, that's the thing is when... It's, yeah. a, it's the exact same game that it's always been. Yeah, yeah. It's just, again, with the whole TV thing. It, it they take, have... It, it, the games haven't gotten longer. It's just TV broadcast. Yeah, it's made it longer. And if you if you watch small-time college football, you'll, you, you know that it's all... The game's still the same length. Oh, yeah. Small-time college football is an actual hour and a half to two-hour ordeal, not the four-hour ordeal that is on yeah. big networks. Because most of the time, you don't, you're don't, you not on TV. But so, when you play the national championship game and, and you're on ESPN, then, then you know that there's automatic TV timeouts and you see the little guy with the little red flag come out and you know that's what's making the game take so long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you were saying, the small-time games for the college football is great because they don't have to worry about the little dudes coming out with the red flags and saying, hey, fuck you guys, it's break time. Yeah, most of the time you don't. Yeah, no. You just get to watch a football game. Anyways, televised games suck because they take make the hour-long process, two-hour-long process, and turn it into a four-hour ordeal, which is ridiculous. And it's worse than baseball because... It's already such a long game as it is. But back in the day in baseball, they, they didn't do that. Yeah. Which, they take their commercial breaks, which weren't as many as there are now. Nope. And when you came back from the commercial break, the game would already be going again. Oh, yeah. And they'd just give you a recap of what, yeah. if there was any big plays that's or it. whatever. And that's it. And honestly, I... And it was perfectly fine. Nobody's throwing a fit about it. No. No. But baseball being baseball as it is, hey, we need more money, so we need more advertising. It's like, come on. So then you have to actually stop the game. Yeah. It's the, the pitch speed's always been the same. Pitchers have always taken the same length of time to throw a pitch. Yep. <laughs> you never need to. You didn't need the pitch clock for a hundred years. No. Now you do, suddenly do. Which is ridiculous. Well, no, it's, it's completely retarded. It is. It is. You're blaming the players for make for taking too long. Which is completely But they're not the ones stupid. taking too long. No. <laughs> but the the players. They don't want to lose out any of that TV money, too, oh, because no. they get a share of the revenue. Yeah. So everybody just moves along with the times and deals with it how it is. Yeah, and they're not changing shit. No, no. And like I said earlier, the diehard fans, and as the generations progress, because we talked about this with the WWE, too, you know, back in the 90s and 80s. Hey, this is something I want to share with my kids because this is what I grew up with. And nowadays, I mean, I think it's fewer. Oh. I think it's a lot fewer. Yeah, because I mean, like like I said before, especially with WWE. Yeah, I loved it when I was a kid. I ain't gonna waste my time showing it to Jude yeah. or Mini Squatch. I'm the same way with baseball. I mean, yeah, definitely not gonna fucking waste my time on that. And it kills me because I still don't see how people watch NASCAR. It's all the excitement. Left turn, left turn. Left turn, left turn. Well, I asked a dude one time, I was like, why do you watch NASCAR? Because you watch literally lap one to lap 500. Why? I, I don't know. And he's like, well, because there could be a crash. In 500 laps, there could be a crash. Yeah, crash. Okay. It's a 10 second highlight on SportsCenter, dude. Yeah. 
And I was like, you can YouTube that shit later. If you if that's all you want to do is watch the crashes, go to YouTube. I'm sure there's a video. And it got popular because it was seeing who could make the faster car. Yeah. Well, now they all came in. They all have the same damn car. Yeah, and they're all stock car. I mean, they're all... They're the all beholden to the same guidelines. Yep. So it's all about driver skill then. And even still, who cares? Nobody. <laughs> if, if and I it's not s- even about driver skill anymore. No. It's about who has... who. Who has more teammates with him? Yep. On the track, how many cars that owner has? Yeah. See, if if I cared, if I actually wanted to watch racing, I would much rather watch Formula One because that that, that involves skill. If you if you want to watch that type of well, I mean, racing's pretty standard across the board. Yeah. Everybody's beholden to these standards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always preferred uh, during the X Games, the rally races. Those were always fun to watch. Uh, like uh, Pastrona and all those guys. You know, those, those were always cool to watch. But, I mean, NASCAR. Woo! That, that's English for hillbilly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's always a woo fucker. But, okay, so let's see what we got here. Covered, covered the picture of the games. Talked about the trades going on in the NBA. As of now, there's still more to come. Yeah, uh, trade deadline's almost up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, we've got like six days left. Oh, boy. Over. Well, I'm sure there's going to be any more massive trades. We'll know about it next week. Yeah, the only one that it should be is Anthony Davis. Yeah. Whatever happened to Butler? I anyway, I kept asking about him because he kept being a... Philly? Did he go to Philly? I believe, yeah. yeah. He was Philly. Yeah, he's still bitching, throwing a fit there. <laughs> Didn't find the area code that he wanted. Yeah, well, he's still not the best dude on his team, and he's going to cry and throw a bit about it. Well, if that's the case, why don't you just go to Cleveland? <laughs> hey, they finally won 10 games. Wow. With four pieces of paper. That's cool. No, they got five pieces of paper. Oh, yeah, that's right. They had only four pieces of paper last year. Yeah. (laughs) They went to the finals. Four pieces of paper. That's fantastic. Um, No, there's a fight going on tonight. What we got tonight? Uh, Sun's out. Well, technically, it probably should be Jose, but he didn't want to be the headliner, so he's the co-main. Really? Yeah. That's weird for him not to Well, win. and Dana caught a lot of crap for it when the card was announced. He's like, well, how can Jose in Brazil be the co-main? And Dana said, like, well, because that's what Jose asked for. Which is ridiculous. He didn't want to train for another five-round fight. He um, only wanted to do a three-round fight. Okay. It's uh, a Sun Sal versus Marais, too. Oh, okay. I would say... Marais, but a Sunsau is kind of tricky. Good fighter. And it's not a big card, not a lot of big names, but just a lot of solid fighters. Yeah. And so it's not getting a whole lot of uh, fanfare love here no. in the States. But there's some good fighters on the card, some good fights. They're just not going to be headlining pay-per-views anytime soon. No.
you know what I mean? That's the, that's the good thing, though, with the CSPN deal. There's... <laughs> Uh, I mean, we got 52 fights. Yeah, there's fights every week. Every week every now. Week. It's awesome. It's awesome. There's going to be a and lot. After next week, we should, we'll should we start getting into a lot bigger cards. Well, that's that's good, too. We need that kind Well, of... next week's freaking pay-per-view. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 It's, it's Whitaker Gassel. Mm. Yeah, it's just not, it's not going to be a big draw. It'll sell out. Oh yeah, in Australia. <laughs> but the card itself, it's not a big pay-per-view a, card. Well, and I don't see a lot of hype coming in from the states on it. No. But that, that's another good thing about the UFC is, is that wherever they go, they're gonna have a big draw where they're at. It's just getting that international stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, we've had. You know, you've watched a lot of China cards. I've watched them all. Yeah. But they're just not going to be big draws stateside. No. And so nobody's going to talk about them. Everybody's going to say, but that fighter sucks just because they've never saw them. They don't yeah. know them. Well, and, that's a, and that was why I was really excited about these 52 fights for this year. The big deal with ESPN because a lot of these fighters are going to get a little bit more recognition with... A lot of these guys will start being able to get seen a lot better. Well, if they have a highlight win, it'll yeah. be on SportsCenter now. Yeah, so there are going to be people... That don't that haven't given the the sport a chance. That'll see the you know the ESPN junkies will see that stuff on all the shows and be like, oh, well, okay, I've seen it three times today. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe it's something I should get into. And the hardcores, the hardliners are, are doing an ESPN pushback, which is ridiculous. Why? They're, they're idiots. That's so stupid. Don't, don't. The ESPN is the biggest of the biggest. Well, like the first card, the Dillashaw. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. Cejudo. Cejudo, yeah. Dillashaw, Cejudo fight. Well, everybody was throwing a fit because Stephen A came on. Why? Well, because he doesn't know fighting. But he's wanting to learn. He's willing to learn. Well, not only that. He wasn't even there as an analyst. No, he was just there to He was just there to watch the fights. He wasn't there to commentate or do anything. They pulled him from his seat and asked him if he wanted to come on camera. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, Stephen A. is a big but man. All the hardcore, in- all the hardcore fans tore him down because, well, he's not a commentator and an analyst. What's he doing up there? Well, they pulled him up there, assholes. That that is a corporation. He that took time willing. out of his day that he didn't have to. Yeah, and that man rarely has time in his day. Yeah. So, he didn't have to do no. that. He was just being a nice guy, putting his name to it. Yeah, which is awesome because a name as big as Stephen A. To get then dumbasses will come crawling out of the woodwork, cussing him out. Which is stupid. And he didn't make anything. All he did was ask him questions. Yeah, that's and all that, he did. And that was even better because he he was showing an effort to actually learn the sport. Which, yeah. And that's great because when you have one of your biggest analysts from the network on this this debut show, wanting to actually being willing to learn on camera not i mean and doing your research off camera that's one thing but doing it on camera i mean that's even that's even cooler and these diehard fans they should really take in consideration of how much they're they're just not paying any attention because all of our announcers all of our analysts are all the same yeah we've had the same all espn did was move them yeah they just they bought them too yeah 
And I mean, because two things go synonymous with UFC, especially nowadays. Joe Rogan, Dana White. Joe only does stateside pay-per-views, though. Now. Well, no, he's done that for a while. Yeah. But but the thing is, is that you know if you're watching a pay-per-view that's stateside, Joe's going to be gonna there. It's going to be Joe. Yeah. But all these other Joe. cards, all these smaller cards. You're always going to have John. Well, yeah, you're going to get John, but you're also going to have DC. You're going to have Dom. Yep. Yeah. You're going to have... You're going to have Paul Felder. Yep. All of our analysts and commentators are still the same. Nothing's changed. Oh, yeah. You're always going to have Bisbing and the... Uh... Yeah, Bisbing's <laughs> jumping in now. Yeah, he's, he's doing a lot more of it, which is cool. I mean, sometimes he can be pretty one-sided, but... But he, he has a controversial opinion, and he, you know, he'll defend his opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he'll say, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Again, having a big name like Stephen A. from the ESPN coming in. Yeah, trying can only to get help his, you. Only help you. I mean, th- that is a shine on your star. Yes. It really is. And for these diehards, and that's the worst part is the diehards should realize that. This was been Zuf- Zufa's thing from the get-go. We want to be on ESPN. Yes. And this, this is that's a great thing, especially for your debut. And for the diehards to come out and start bitching about it, it's just stupid. Well, just like Josh. Well, they have rules. They always had rules, but nobody realized that they did. That they always had rules because it was that's not how it was promoted. Nope. <laughs> it was promoted. No time limits. No rules. Well, oh, no, yeah. there was always time limits. There no, was always, always rules. Always. Always. I mean, and that's that, that kills me too. Because like Josh, he 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 thinks of UFC one. Yeah, he and wants to see it. eight dudes walk in, fuck weight classes. Yeah, who wins? That's it. That's not how the sport is now. Well, you can't do that. No, there's just no way. There's no way. I mean, with all the laws and regulations and everything like that, you can't do that. No. Not unless we get, a, not unless we call Jerry and get his yacht. <laughs> That's gonna be the only way. <laughs> the only way. Get out there in the middle of the Atlantic. All right, boys. Here's the thing. <laughs> now, I would actually go as far to say that I'm sure that is a possibility. I'm sure that could be a possibility. As many UFC fighters that Jerry knows. <laughs> and Jerry's not afraid of making money. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> I think he's kind of partial to it. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and wind down here. We're going to wrap this up. Um, if you could, go to Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us uh, whatever uh, insight that you guys want to give us. You know, Comment. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Whatever. Do me a huge Flip solid. Us off. Yeah. yeah, something, anything. Something, anything. Uh, do me a huge favor. When you go to our page, go to your invite button and hit your whole friends list up your mother your brother your sister your father your gg come on now guys i've been telling you for a while now my gg listens to the show but uh if you good also you can find us on soundcloud itunes google play um player.fm i we we had just made this discovery that we're on that uh resource as well so wherever you guys find us you know do me a huge solid and just give us a, a rating and a review I mean, it, it helps us get out there for people that don't know us, that don't know you, to, to find us. So, um, that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, hit us up on the old Twitter feed. Mikey is on that like a mother. We're always on. Oh, yeah. He, he is. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous sometimes as much as this guy's on Twitter. I didn't think the oldest one out of us would be on Twitter as much. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Definitely didn't see it coming from here. But, uh, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow. This will be up 
before the end of the night. So so he says. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> It'll definitely be up for the game. So, guys, we'll catch you next week, hopefully with uh, another ring on Tom Brady's hand. Yeah, I mean, since you guys don't want to watch the game anyways, everybody's <laughs> bitching about it. Which you is, may as well listen to the podcast. Yeah. Hey, binge listen. Binge listen. Come on. Get it out there. You know, listen. That's right. Go back and listen to episode one where you can hear me predict the Patriots being in the Super Bowl. Yep. Hey, and I. And I. Don't forget me because I called that. <laughs> you don't count. Oh, wow. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>